This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's shocking to believe that we are in November already, but we certainly are. And, and you know, this is the month that we all start thinking about being grateful, although we should be doing this all the time. But it seems to come to a head. And one of the things that I know that I've been grateful for, because I have had a long, long career speaking on the platform, is some of the components that you need uh, for it. And I And I have to tell you, that there weren't the tools, the tips, the tricks for many of us who started a long time ago. We just had to kind of do it by the seat of our pants. Well, now that's changed. So the focus today on this show kind of is, is a combo. We're going to talk about opportunities, not only just in, in the speaking field, which I did a show a few weeks ago on, and I've done a show on creating like a killer author one sheet, because we're going to come back and kiss this again, but just talking about visibility and opportunities and also creating how do you create that um, killer killer bio that people will salivate literally salivate to get their hands on so with that said we've got an expert which all our guests are experts on and um, Nancy Dutton is someone I actually met a long long time ago she hired me <laughs> to, to speak at a conference that she was coordinating out in Washington. And she's known as the Get Known, Get Paid Mentor. And what Nancy does is she inspires and guides experts, speakers, and authors to get seen, get heard, get celebrated, and oh my gosh, get compensated for their brilliant work. So on her own, she started in 2009 about building buzz with her really a very great little hook and a program she called Bye Bye Boring Bio. And I have to tell you, most people have boring bios. <laughs> and, and she did that by guiding her clients to solve the universal and urgent problem of creating one that comes to life. And it's come and her business has grown. It's global. And she served people that no one's ever heard of and a lot of people that you will know in a nanosecond. So Nancy's taken to the live and virtual stage almost 100 times to share the value of getting ready for opportunity before it knocks. So this is what this is about. We're going to talk about opportunity before it knocks. How to transform your boring bio from being a wallflower, ho-hum, yawn, to wow and pop. And how to open big doors to speaking gigs with a sizzling speaker selling sheet and a winning approach. So if that sounds good for you, sounds good for me, I'm an old timer and I can always learn. I want you to welcome Nancy to our show today. Hi, Nancy. How are you? 
I'm good, Judith. So good to be here. It's been a long time we've crossed paths. I remember the very moment I met you way back when for that Laird Norton uh, Trust Company conference. It was amazing. Uh, it was amazing. And, and you know, it, it was one of those things that, you know, I ended up getting there late um, because the plane kept circling, 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 and circling, and circling, and circling. Oh, my gosh. It took forever to get in. But it was a wonderful deal. And, you know, it was because of that event, because of that event, um, I started my own publishing company. Really? Because I didn't realize that that was the trigger point. That was the trigger point, Nancy. You were the reason why Mile High Press came into life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. okay, so tell me. I know we're off topic, but how? what happened? That's so fantastic. Here, here's the, here, here's the rest of the story. Um, I had, I was coming out to speak at that program about uh, parenting and influencing and teaching kids about money. Do you remember? I and, do, like it was yesterday. Yeah, and then I had the book um, for it, and I had just taken back the rights from the publisher of the book a couple of months before the the call came in saying we'd love to bring you out and um and 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 the, and the rest of the call said oh by the way um would you mind contacting the publisher and see if they could get a discount because we'd like to get a few books all right so few books means a few books to me i had bought the rest of the inventory of the book which was 6060 and so I said, surely I can handle a few books. And so I said, of course I can arrange a discount. How does 25% sound? And, and my caller said, well, that sounds good. So it says, fine, we'd like 1,000. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Now, I wanted to do revisions on the book because whenever you're writing about money, there's always changes, always changes. Uh -huh. And I wanted to do a flip and do some revisions. And I can't remember how much time I had, but it wasn't a heck of a lot. So I had a very quick corner talk with the plant in my office. Can we do this? Can we do this? And the answer was yes. So I just threw out a number. And I was able to negotiate enough money for the thousand books, which they later came back and bought another 500, a thousand books <clears throat> for the printing costs. Of, or for doing it, that actually would allowed me to print 2,000 books. And that's how wow. my started. And wow. that, um, and, and, and I knew enough about publishing. I mean, I found the designer for the interior that happened to actually design. She worked for also for a major publisher that did it on the side. I found a cover designer for the, the kid's guide um, that it came out to be. And the only mistake I made was printing because I knew nothing about printing contacts, zero. And I paid probably twice what I should have paid. But the thing is, it's seated Mile High Press. And I never looked back, Nancy, because wow. I, I learned the dollars and cents and cents of publishing from that relationship. So, wow. Well, bravo. Well, you know. Great. Opportunity came knocking, and you made the most of it, and look at you now. This is what happens all the time, and sometimes the roots for these 
amazing bamboo shoots are under the surface for years until that moment when it's go time and you make a decision, which is exactly what you did. And look at you now. Awesome. Yeah, and, and that's really what you have to do. And and here's now I'm going to talk about gender differences because I think it's appropriate to talk about opportunity issues. My The work and work I had done with women and gender-related issues, especially with conflict resolution, but there was always differences between the majority of male and female. There's always exceptions, but the majority would seem to go one way or the other. And I've always found that women were more risk-adverse in the in scenario of that I have to have all the facts, I have to have all the details. Before I jump in, I have to know everything. Where men will kind of kind of say, hmm, sounds reasonable, sounds good. Um, yeah, I'll go. Now, when I had that conversation about producing a thousand, co- I didn't have any data in front of me, but I knew I knew how to do a book. I knew I knew what looks right and, and knew it was good. And somehow I figured out that in the three months I had to produce the book, I was going to make this work. Mm. Uh, and and that and, and that's you know that's more of a male tendency. That yes, mm-hmm. it seems right, it feels right, and by God, I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. With necessity is also the mother of invention sometimes, or I don't remember what that expression is, but it was go time and you said yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea I was going to do my own publishing. I was, you know, I was embedded to New York publishing. I was a publishing snob and thought only legitimate authors published and you had to publish with New York. I mean, mm. get over that, Judith. <laughs> but... but. You know, that's that was the evolution, and, wow. how, and how those things all happened. Love it, I yeah. love it. So that's you know that's where that came about. So let's let's talk about our authors because we want to take them to that other level of looking at you know what maybe I should ask you this in your experience of all the people that you've worked with and consulting with, what is opportunity? sometimes look like what do we what do we want it look like but what um what does it look like um uh, well i have i have a perfect story to tell you but from my own experience you know so many authors and experts are getting ready to get ready they're behind their computers making things perfect they're imagining that one day oprah's going to call something awesome is going to happen but maybe they're not really doing anything to make it happen. And one of my best pieces of advice is to behave and believe as if the most important opportunity is going to show up tomorrow and to lean into it. So here's what happened to me. Back in uh, 2009, I was getting very serious about learning how to do business online. So I found myself in a beautiful conference room at the Venetian Ballroom in Las Vegas where Allie Brown, the entrepreneurial guru for women, was going to be guiding us to learn how to create six-figure businesses on our own terms. And I took my place in the front row, typical front row gal. And I'm taking notes and listening and paying attention. And all the people are beautiful, high-heeled shoes and really big hair and a couple of really good-looking men. And I don't know who I'm going to meet when I'm there. But when we're having a bathroom break, I stood up and I turned behind, turned around. And who was behind me? But Sandra Yancey, the founder, 
of eWomen Network. And we had met a few years before, and she said, Wow, Nancy, so great to see you here. What are you up to? And I said, Well, I'm here learning how to run an online business. What's up with you? And she's telling me that she books out the the entire Hyatt Regency Hotel in Dallas and brings in speakers from all over the world. And, oh, by the way, Nancy, what do you, do you speak these days? And I said, as a matter of fact, I do. I talk a lot about how to transform your boring bio from wallpaper to wow to attract clients now. Okay, she so said, wow, what a hot topic. And I right. said, as a matter of fact. Nancy, I want you to hold that when you're going to have to take a break because it's a wow. Wow, she's got the opportunity. We're going to take a quick break. Thank you. Fabulous. Oh, sorry. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create develop and publish your book without being hoodwinked? if you already have a book out You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.
With me today is Nancy Dutton, and she is a really high-end, results-oriented, get-it-done from how you present yourself on paper, online. She knows about online. She understands that if you're going to be successful when opportunity is at your window, whether you're going to choose to let it in, you better have things set up, ready to go, because this is an investment. Are you ready to invest in yourself? And I, I think, Nancy, that, uh, that, that a lot of things that I find with um, authors, because they write, when they're writing, they don't get paid, they really have a hard time letting go of that some of the cost factors that come in play when you're going forward to embrace opportunity. Have you experienced that at all? Well, um, you know what I'd like to, um, if, I, if I may, I just wanted to finish that story I started oh, before yes, the break back, because it's, yeah, back to Sam, it's, yes. so, it's, so, it's sort of pivotal because here I was at this conference there to learn what I was there to learn, and during the bathroom break, I met a very influential woman, and in the two minutes it took to say hello, not only did she love my speaking topic, but I had my sizzling one sheet in my portfolio. I handed it off to her, and we agreed that I would call her the following week, and after that, I got booked on her international conference stage, and I've spoken to many, many of her chapters, and every time I take the stage, I turn the audience into a, a client's and followers of my work. And so I was ready for opportunity when it knocked. I stepped through the door with grace and ease, and I haven't looked back. And so I think that for those people who are waiting to get ready, they're waiting for their book to, to get done before they start promoting themselves. They're waiting for their book to get done before they give their first speech. Don't keep waiting to get out there to deliver your message because you are the most important messenger of your book that there is and waiting behind the computer for perfection doesn't serve the audience that you're here to help. It doesn't allow your star to rise. It probably will stand in the way of selling a lot more books. It will probably prevent you from taking your place on live or, or virtual stages and you'll just be wondering why everyone else is leapfrogging over you when you could have been the other person. So I, I'm a big fan of believing as if it's already happening and, be, and showing up as such. And you carry stuff with you. So you had your one sheet. You had your pitch. You didn't have a book in hand, so but you were you had a topic, and you had expertise. And I think that's one of the challenges I find with a lot of the authors I work with, is they keep thinking I can't do anything until I have a book in hand, and that's just such nonsense. Oh, it is. Yeah. So don't keep telling yourself that story. There's some delay tactics in there that has nothing to do with whether or not you can do it. You're not making a choice to do it. But when you make the choice to do it, I have a topic, you know, transform your boring bio from wallpaper to wow to attract clients now. I can say it without thinking. People love to hear it. I get invited to do it all the time, and I'm known for it. So what if you had a topic that you were known for? When they heard it, they saw your face, and they couldn't wait to book you. When you get in front of the live audience and you deliver the message to those folks, you can invite them to buy your book, enroll in your program, you can invite spin-off engagements, you can get on the radio, you can do all kinds of wonderful things. But if you do nothing, well, you know, nothing happens. Well, here's also the other side of that, that depending upon what kind of groups you're trying to speak to, um, that a lot of people book way out. I mean, uh, when I was really out there on this, um, the, the speaking platform and making my living just as a primary speaker, 
I was booked a year out. And a lot of groups will book their speakers a year out. If your book is going to be ready within that year, why wouldn't you start that marketing? Absolutely. And, you know, um, if you say to yourself that in the next 90 days I want to be on 15 podcasts, radio shows, be live TVs, and live stages, and you align your actions with your intentions, you might very well get everything that you ask for and more. If you continue to wait, you will continue to wait. And what is the downside of that? Oh, well, it's, deliver- it's, it doesn't happen. But, Nancy, it's what I say. Most people suffer from one for the money, two for to show, three to get ready, three to get ready, three to get ready, three to get ready. And oh, they- my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Getting ready is costing a lot. The consequence, the downside consequence is costing a lot. So, yeah. It, it, it costs a lot. Well, you know, since you've, we've already kissed a couple of times, because I've always loved, and I have to tell you how we reconnected was from your boring bio. I had a client who took your course and bought it. And oh. And, 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 um, and, and, uh, uh, said, you really, you really need to meet this person. You know, I loved what her, you know, I love what she did. Da 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 da. And that's when I reached out to you, and I just said, "Oh my God, we do know each other." <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and really, what ended up happening, I think, was I, I think you're on my newsletter list, and I sent out an e-zine that I was going to be doing a call about making sizzling speaker sheets on fire with possibility. And you wrote to me and said, "I could sure use a topic like that to add value to my program." And so. It's an example of a spin-off engagement that happened because I was talking about my own expertise to my own tribe and opportunities under your nose if you just get present to it, you know? And you and you put it up. That's why for all of you, part of that getting ready. I mean, this I this show is maybe about getting ready. Um is that that's why you have to have a website. Nancy has a wonderful newsletter. Um, and that, and it doesn't have to be long. You, you know, you don't have to think you have to have a PhD to write a newsletter. Um, but it's just what she understands is the true value of staying connected um, and and sharing information. I mean, I think you do that unbelievably well, Nancy. I oh, see thank sh- you. Yeah. You know, every Tuesday I send a newsletter out, come hell or high water. And I was on a call yesterday with a luminary that I admire very much, and someone says. You know, what are you doing with your newsletter um, these days? And he says, I confess I'm not doing anything with my newsletter these days. I'm doing everything on Facebook. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, um, how could you ignore such a powerful asset of the opt-in subscribers who have said yes to you? They're interested in learning from you. Why would you ignore them? And so, I mean, we're talking to authors here, and authors, not only do they write, but authors read. Give them what they like. Exactly. Deliver them the content in the manner in which they like to consume it. You can create real relationships with real people who fall in love with your content and your delivery and decide to do business with you. And they're probably going to be excited that you're the forthcoming author of whatever book it is. And what if you start peppering them with excitement about what's within the pages of the book soon to debut so that they're already poised to want to buy that book even before it's complete? Which, of course, of course, when you are now the forthcoming author of, belongs in your signature on your email that goes out. 
with the title. And, um, you know, I have to drill it in uh, for people to do that. But here's the other thing. Let's talk about some stats, Nancy, and you're probably far better than I am on this. But Facebook cherry picks who they're going to let see whatever you post. And they may decide that maybe 50 people are going to see it or maybe 100 people or maybe they're going to sit six. I mean, you, you're really stuck unless you're going to start paying for boosting and pushing out and all those other things. When you have your own newsletter, you're gathering, you've created some kind of an opt-in seduction piece on your homepage. You're going to have a newsletter um, and you start bringing them in this way. Um, mm -hmm. and, and then you've got your their names, oh my gosh, and their email, goldmine. And you start developing you know, a super fan. And well, like, let me give you an example of something that's kind of exciting. I mean, is it fair to say that some of your authors want to make money with their book? All of them do. Okay. So I wrote Bye Bye Boring Bio, a self-published workbook in 2009. A self-published workbook that helped me save my bacon at the precise time I needed to bring it home in the, as I was trying to come out of the Great Recession. So about three weeks ago, I was having a margarita with my husband on a Thursday night. It was September 7th, and I kept on thinking to myself, what's happening on September 8th? I know that's a really important date on the calendar. It's 7 o'clock at night on September 7th. I realized that September 8th was the anniversary date of the debut of Bye Bye Boring Bio. And that's also the date that Oprah Winfrey's show went on the air, and that's also the date that Mary Tyler Moore's show debuted in, 2000, in, in, 19, in 1970. These are two women that I love. So at 7 o'clock at night, still with the margarita in my, in my system, I come home and I decide I'm going to send an email out to my entire list and say I'm celebrating the anniversary of the book that saved my bacon at the precise time I needed to bring it home, and I'm so excited to still be here creating this thousand thriving business that I'm going to roll back prices on this bundle to 2009 levels for the weekend. And if you would like to go and buy it and share it with all of your friends, please do for the weekend only. You can go and do this. And in that single weekend, I brought in $5,000 in sales after drinking a margarita with my husband at the local Mexican restaurant. Having an email list was a beautiful way to make some extra money on impulse. And I just wish that for every author who has a book in them or coming soon. That's such. That's a great story. So here you are, you know, number one, anniversary. But here you have a book that is considered basically long in the tooth now. But it still is, is essential. Uh, today is when you first wrote it. And well, it, it is. That's the neatest thing. I think that was the coolest thing because what we all are doing in business, I think, is trying to create a solution to an urgent problem that needs relief. And as you and I both know, most bios out there are really, really boring. And that is a problem that I can solve. And I can help people turn their boring bios into client attracting magnets so that they get invited to do cool things like coach, train, speak, be on radio shows, be ready for, to rock any stage. This is what, you know, we don't write books just to sell books. We write books so that we can get on stage and empower more people with the content we've created. And that means being able to step up. How to get out of that spring
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential. Color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we took we took a breath with Nancy Jutton, 
who is our get known, get paid mentor. Um, and what we did is we we're, we're, were talking about bios. And what you don't want is to have any time, including an introduction, but an introduction bio that goes out that people begin to either glaze over in the eyeball department or they start yawning. And so, I mean, that's the problem. All right. So, Nancy, what are some of the tips that you can give our listeners on it? How, how do we avoid the boring bio? Well... A great question. Since you brought up how to get introduced as a speaker, what I would say is please don't share with the meeting planner everything you've ever done in your life. Share with the meeting planner something in the third person that gets the audience excited about what they're about to learn, discover, or experience at the feet of your wisdom. You're about to experience among the world's leading book publishing experts who's going to elaborate on the three best things that you need to do today <clears throat> to um, make your book rise up the charts faster than you ever thought possible. Today we're bringing to you Judith Briles, who has brought, you know, shepherded more than 1,000 authors and created 5,500 bestsellers and brought in $5 million in revenue, and she's going to show you how you can do it too. Please welcome Judith Briles to the show. To the show, we're trying to change, shift what we talk about—not all about me, but how all about me is in service to you. That is the kind of speaker introduction you want. She's helped thousands of people achieve these stunning, decisive results, and today, in the next 40 minutes, she's going to show you how you can get on the path starting today and shepherd your book to greatness. Your, your speaker introduction should let people want to get up on their feet and get excited about what's in it for them. So that's those are critical things. So I hope everyone heard that. You you want your 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 audience to start cheering before you open your mouth. Man, you want them at the edge of their seat thing. Oh my God, I better pay attention. Take the earplugs out. Turn my mobile off, um, etc. So that's yes, for sure. Excellent. And so another another tip that um, if if you want to attract readers and clients at hello, remember, you know, keep in mind what you want people to do. Sometimes people forget to ask for what they want. Um, In your bio, you want to not only get them excited about your credibility, your authority, and your um, accomplishments, but you also want to guide them to take the step that you want them to take, which is to learn more about Book publishing, yes, you, know, to, you know, what if you could download one of, one of Dr. Judith Bryle's amazing reports that was going to help you go from unpublished to published with big bucks right away? If you could guide them to take the action you want them to take, you can actually get them on your list or get them into your shopping cart or get them into your life in a way that can turn um, opportunity into cash. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, sometimes I think it's important um, I mean, you're the, you're the really far more an online expert than I certainly am, but that I was giving away, and we're actually altering it. Uh, we're going to alter it. I have a I have a report of the eight essentials of publishing. That it was a 24 page PDF report, and we're actually going to dribble it out. We're re, we've broken it up, um, and every day they will get another piece of the action when they sign up. So by the end, our, our 
thought process, and, tell, and Nancy, you can tell me you're way off base and don't do this, but our thought process is by the end of the week, we will be more connected because they're getting a little bit of what I'm sharing from how do you get your ISBN, how do you get your LCC, and how do you write the awesome acknowledgement section in your book to, you know, what in the hell category should your book go into, how do I get this, you know, those kind of things. We're giving a little nugget every day. I, I, I love a little nugget every day because what we know for sure is that instant gratification and speed is really important to a very busy reader. And some folks are not inclined to read 24 or 64 pages, nor are they inclined to assign an hour to listen to a guided meditation, for example. But if you can give them something juicy and specific that solves a problem, that engages, and if you ask questions you know, you can even in your follow-up messages, what was your favorite part of, mod, you know, of the first tip? I heard from Mary, you can, you can engage people and get them involved in a conversation, and you can even say, reply back and let us know what your highlights are. You can find a way to engage with your reader at hello. They're going to be much more inclined to continue the conversation and see what else you have under the tent. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and and I think that's what it's it's truly all about, and that um, the the opt-in piece is essential. And I'm going to go back to what I said, I think, in our first segment, is that you've got to get those websites up. You don't wait until you're done. That's how people are going to find you. And that's really where, you, I mean, I feel that's where you want to drive your action. Um, and this is your home base. If you want to find me, this is the portal you come to. Um, do you well, have any and, and if I may make you know one other little subtle suggestion is we all have, hopefully have websites and that's beautiful, but there's been all kinds of studies done that a lead a lead page a lead magnet that gives people one choice. Mm -hmm. Like if you're on a radio show, Dr. Judith, and you say you know where can I learn more about you, Dr. Judith? If you say well go ahead and download my cheat sheet about publishing next week at drjudithcheatsheet.com. If the only thing they got to choose from is do I want the cheat sheet or not, the opt-in percentage of people who would say yes to that would escalate dramatically versus if you drive them to your website, they have so many things to choose from when you're on the website that they may not do anything. So um, having a standalone lead magnet page like I do for you know some of my gifts it's like i'm on a radio show and someone says where can i go to get that thing i'm able to say go get go here www.xyz because it's easy to say it's easy to spell and it gives them the choice to go get that thing right now and when 50 to 100% of the people that land there actually click through and get the gift i'm singing my happy song because my list just grew by leaps and bounds just by making one simple invitation mhm mm mhm mm and, and that's really, that's a great idea uh, to do when you, you have that kind of just a lead thing. And I mean, I wrote a note to myself. Okay, so we're revamping this website. Go fix one. <laughs> so um, instead of going for the other things, send them to another direction and they may circle back. But meanwhile, you've captured who they are. Well, I'll tell you something. One of my lead magnets converts from click to lead at 78% versus my website, I actually know how many people have gone and got 
to get my gift from my website and it's far less because there's too much distraction there. Do I want to work with Nancy? Do I want book Nancy to speak? Do I want to download her gift? Do I want to check out her products and programs? I want people on my list. And for people who are writing books, if you don't have anybody on your list, when the book is finally in your hand, who are you going to tell people about it? Wouldn't it be great if there was 1,000 or 2,000 or 5,000 people that are sitting on the edge of a pin waiting to see when they could go to your shopping cart and buy your book? Build your list now so you're never hungry or thirsty. Exactly. So I'm just going to tell, I mean, we were at the end, but I'm going to mention a couple times. So Nancy has a nifty gift for all of you since we have talked about the speaker sheet. And if you just go to www.sizzlingspeakersheet.com, you can snag it. So that's sizzlingspeakersheet.com. And you know, one of the things, Nancy, I noticed, which I think is really a good idea, is that you don't have your name in it. Because, number one, they're not going to know how to spell your name. No, they're not. They <laughs> want to know what's in it for them. Do I, do I have a boring speaker sheet or a sizzling speaker sheet? Give your URL a name that speaks to the result they're going to get. And they'll go get it. Yeah, so would you, let, let me just, as a strategy here, for every landing page that you have, because this is a clearly standalone, there's nothing about a forward slash, going sending mm -hmm. to a single forward slash. So would you suggest that they would create a, a landing page and you get the domain, the single domain, yeah. that's the solo purpose for it? Yeah, absolutely. You can, you know, I own... At, at, at the domain registration site where I bought my domain, it allows me to forward Sizzling Speaker Sheet to um, a, a page where people can go and get that. So you don't have to be talking about this, that, or the other, forward slash, HTP, whatever it is. When yeah. people are driving on the freeway, they can't remember that. But no. they can remember SizzlingSpeakerSheet.com. So you just redirect to where it lives and you're off to the races yeah, and that's a that's a that is a huge takeaway everyone so you you want to have a gift that um is it indirect that'll eventually that they'll find your website but then on the gift is going to have all the other information that you want well and here here's what happens in this particular case you're going to download sizzlingspeakersheet.com and you're going to get a juicy template that will make it easy for you to describe what you talk about, how the audience wins, what sets you apart as the speaker oh, that you right. need to be. We're at commercial break again. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project you can also visit our website at www.tps1.com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Right, so I want to remind everyone because we're in our final segment here, and Nancy and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been chatting away, but I want to remind you all to go to sizzlingspeakersheet.com and watch the process. There's, there's things number one, get it. Um, she has a webinar that's tied into it. If you'd like to watch it, you don't have to watch it to get the the, the directions here, but I want you to watch the process of what you go through. And this is what's called lead generation and setting up these pages 
to engage people, to entice them. So pay attention as you hit this. All right. So Nancy, one of the things that you, we we fin you didn't finish up. You were going through multiple uh, areas of your sizzling speaker sheet and how that was set up. I believe before we took the break. Oh, I was just saying that um, uh, you 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 have it as a standalone item, so people can go and get it, and then they get an email series in their inbox that educates and informs and creates relationship. And so they'll find my website soon enough if they want to look at it. They'll find yours too. But you just have to get them in. you got to get the elephant under the tent one toe at a time, you know? Uh, yes, one toe at a time is a good idea, I think. So one of the things that you talked about is that there were the – you know, you have, you call them the dumb moments. You, you know, yeah. what, what thing can what can you say or do that will immediately click off people? All right. Well, when you're looking for speaking engagements, the number one conversation stopper is to call yourself author, speaker, coach at the top of your speaker sheet. It is a very generic, undifferentiated way to describe who you are. Instead, why not say you're a speaker and author and a, and a relationship with money coach? So at least we know what you talk about. But author, speaker, coach is really generic and undifferentiated, and it doesn't really create any wow factor at hello. Mm -hmm. um, what, when, when this one person said she was author, speaker, coach, her after was the remarkably different, disarming, and powerful relationship with money keynote speaker. It's so much better and more clear and of service to the decision maker. The second dull moment is failure to declare a sassy topic for your talk. I talk about getting people unstuck. Cry me a river. I want you to have a sassy topic. Four savvy ways smart women can swiftly turn tragedy to triumph could be an example. You know who it's for, you know what the transformation is, and you know she's going to give you four savvy ways to turn, go from blindside to, to, to blessed. But a generic, non-sassy topic doesn't get you any, uh, do you any favors. And then the third uh, moment is um, forgetting to, to declare how the audience wins as a result of you delivering your message. How will they be changed? How will their how will their educate? What will they discover? What will they learn? How will they be made better? If you forget to say how they win, well, the win isn't clear, and you may not be chosen. So those are three really important things to get clear, so that you can stand out, hello, and get the gig. And and that's that's the goal to get the gig, to get the gig um, on that. So. Well, let's let's since I'm I've been talking about things with speaking um, of this last month, and I actually have my own speaker workshop coming up here uh, um, in 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 a week, actually. Um, that, yeah, I have, a, I have a two day intensive. I do, but what would you that is it is it this the thing that would make the, an expert in speakers say? I think if you're an expert, by God, claim it. Um, stand out in the first place at first glance and so what, what I heard from you in the dull moment is for God's sakes don't call you the author coach um, speaker it, it, by definition they probably have this in front they probably know that you're a, a speaker if you're trying to get a speaking gig 
So claiming right away, is, is that the, really the number one essential they need to see from the get-go? If I think I put on mine, I can't remember, I don't have my one sheet in front of me. But I, well, I have, it says creating successful authors and pr- with practical, profitable publishing advice and guidance. That is a fabulous headline because it lets the audience, it lets the decision maker know what do you do for this audience and why should they care? You create successful authors and practical, profitable publishing advice and guidance. Okay, great. It's not like, look at me, I'm Judith Bryles, I'm awesome. It's what the win is for the audience that you serve. And something you said earlier in the interview is that you, this is who you're, this is, you do author conferences and book publishing things. You're narrowing your focus to the audiences that you want to speak to, which brings me to a really important thing. Your ideal audience is not someone with a pulse or someone with skin. It's someone who has a problem that only you can solve. And when you know who your ideal audience is, you don't waste your time talking to the wrong people. It's kind of like trying to sell a Rolex watch to a migrant farm worker. It's not a message to ma- to ma- it's not a match. If you're speaking to a group of authors, they're going to be rushing to your session because you've made it very clear that that's who you serve. Name and claim who your ideal audience is, and if you don't know who it is, get clarity on that so that not only will you speak a lot more, but you'll also sell a whole lot more books. Don't you think? Absolutely. I have always said, Nancy, that it's, it's, it's really actually it's easier to be the whale in the pond versus the sardine in the sea. So <laughs> You're so good at sound bites. I love that. <laughs> so, so with that, we're we're really talking about you need to know what your niche is. And yes. Nancy is really kissing on here is that that number one, when you think that your topic is going to be relevant to everyone in the world, you need a lobotomy. It's not. <laughs> you know what I said yesterday from from another stage. I said, choose a lane. Jump in the pool and reach for the wall. That's how you win. But if you do not choose a lane, you're all over the place and you're not getting anywhere anytime fast. Oh, oh yeah. And it's just you're, you're all over the place. You're just wobbling everywhere trying to figure out. I mean, I, one of the examples I've used myself, people say, Judith, how do you do so much? How do, you, how do you do this, this, and this? You must be amazing at time management. No, I'm not. I'm not a time management expert. They would go nuts out if they came in my office and saw some of the piles that I have that I'm working on that I can't because my brain doesn't work. My, my, my Thursday brain doesn't tell Friday morning where they put something sometimes. That <laughs> in what file cabinet it got put. That, that I really have to leave some stuff out until I am completed with it. And then I get to put it. Then it gets to disappear. But when I'm writing a book, I can't put everything away. It's, it's, it, I work on stuff, and when I'm done with it, I'm done. Done, done, chapter's done. I don't need to look at any of this stuff anymore. It's out of sight. But until I'm done, I've got to have it. Now, I, do I work on everything at once? No. No. I know. I focus on it and narrow it down. But I remember one time someone wanted me to do things on time management. I said, I'm not the expert. I am. <laughs> so, regarding who's the expert... You can crown yourself the expert. I'm the business bio, bi-bi-boring bio queen. 
You know, Lisa Sasevich is the queen of sales conversion. Guy Fieri is the self-proclaimed mayor of Flavortown. You can have yourself a good long party about what name you want to give yourself, just as long as you stand in and on it, and it makes you memorable, remarkable, and repeatable, I think it's going to serve you really well. But author, speaker, coach doesn't say anything to anybody. Most often it says that you don't have any clients and you don't have any money and you don't know who you are yet. You're just going with bread, eggs, and milk instead of what you build as a result of putting bread, eggs, and milk in a recipe to create your own brilliant version of chocolate cake. Exactly. All right, Nancy, we've got like one minute left. What's a final tip for you? Behave and believe as if the most important person is calling you tomorrow and show up at, like a star at hello because how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you need a little help from yours truly, please visit sizzlingspeakersheet.com and get on the path to getting ready for big opportunity. I can't wait to serve you. Well, there you go. It looks like she's practiced that a little bit. All right, but but that's also all of you. You need to figure out, um, like often, I, one of my primary purposes when I work with authors is that I want to 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 create a book you never regret. And when I'm working with an author, and I as being in that position so many times when I published with New York, I have to tell you, I po- apologize for more books the way they look. And way they got laid out, which should never happen. Which should never happen. So, anyway, everyone, go to sizzlingspeakersheet.com. Pay attention to how it rolls out because I want you to study this because you're going to do it too. And sign up for it. And with that, Nancy Jutton, thank you so much for being on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone, have a fabulous publishing writing, go out a week, go out and make a difference, and really think about what lane you're going to be in, stay in it, and hit the wall, just as Nancy suggested. I'm Judith Bryles, your book shepherd. We'll be with you next week. Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week.